Hey, I'm Jenny. And I'm Hillary, and you can call us... The Garden Tarts. You know, kissing lips and breaking hearts. We have been bestest friends for over 25 years, and we love to talk you too. We've had some super ridiculous adventures, and now this podcast, which is pretty much all opinion with a handful of facts thrown in. Why a YouTube podcast? Because as much as we love talking you two, we know you do too. So sit down, grab a drink, and find us on Instagram and Twitter so we can chat. Well, hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome back. I just, um, oh my gosh, it has been a busy week in the YouTube land. It seriously, seriously has. And we thought the week before last was a busy week. I know. So we thought we would just check in real quick and kind of check off the things that are going on or have been going on. Today is, by the way, Wednesday, December 4th, 2019, in case you were wondering when we're recording this. The band is currently on tour in Asia. They just finished their first show in Tokyo. The first show of this tour. Yeah, in Tokyo, yeah. They have one more to go. I guess it's tomorrow night or our... (laughs) Morning. It's Early tomorrow morning, morning for us. It's, so it, it's, it's almost morning. 10 p.m. for us now, and I it'll start around 6 a.m. Something like that. Tomorrow, which is tonight in Tokyo. So confusing. <laughs> I just don't know. I understand the time stuff. I just don't know how to talk about it. No, me neither. <laughs> but since we last recorded, they played their last show of this tour in Perth on November 27th 2019 which i think was a really wonderful show it sounds like it was good it was a really great show i think i laughed because steve lillywhite was there and <laughs> two <laughs> albums a, two album old two album lillywhite was there <laughs> how he will henceforth forever be named and bono was like he's been with us since the beginning <laughs> and i laughed because he only does two albums with a band. <laughs> right. And he's now done, like, I don't know, 15. Well, so you saw the Sunday Bloody Sunday conundrum at the end of Angel of Harlem or Desire, that slot. Well, so I didn't solve it. I just posted about it and someone else right. solved it for me. Yes. Because last time we were looking at the set list, we're like, how did he snip it Sunday Bloody Sunday at the end of Angel of Harlem? And it turns out it's just Larry's little drum bit. It's just to get them back on the main stage yeah. before the encore. Which is kind of fun because this that set part of the set starts with Sunday Bloody Sunday. It, it makes so much sense. And it, it is was just it was quite the conundrum before. Mm-hmm. So that's um, nice. Yeah. Before we get too far into anything, are you drinking anything tonight? I am drinking something, and I have look a little a new little flask. What? It's clear. I know. I can see you through it. I, I can see you through it. <laughs> Amazon Prime. I am drinking a new whiskey. This is so exciting. It is called Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to try that. Apparently, they have it in your neck of the woods. I looked at my one of my liquor stores the other day, and they didn't have it. But yeah. I can go to another one. Well, uh, someone uh, that I know through you commented when I posted it on Facebook yeah. and said that she loves it. And I assume she drinks it cons- there because she's local to you. Interesting. I'll have to look that up. I'll find out where she gets it. Yeah, you need to do that. Yeah. What are you drinking, Jenny? I went away from the whiskey for tonight, but stuck with the Irish theme. 
And last time we talked about our love of the seasonal Bailey's beverages. This is chocolate cherry. Mm, that sounds delicious. Which it's not. I thought it was going to be sweeter. It's really chocolatey, like kind of mm, chocolate milk is too strong of a flavor. But the cherry is actually a little tart. Which oh, is nice. So it's not a super sweet. Yeah. It's definitely dessert like, but it's not it's I was expecting that kind of like maraschino. Right. Really sweet, but it's not. It's quite nice. Well, I'm really enjoying this screwball peanut butter whiskey. It's not sweet. I mean it's not <laughs> sweet, <laughs> but it's it's smooth. It tastes like you know, peanut butter. It's amazing. But I had to go on quite a hunt to find it. I wanted it before Thanksgiving, which we drank it with a little bit of Godiva in it. Oh, smart. Yeah. So who put their chocolate in my peanut butter? Who put their <laughs> whiskey in my peanut butter? Who put their peanut butter in my whiskey? I don't know. But the the place near my work I went to, I I didn't even know where it was. Like, I've never been in that part of the world before. But I put it my GPS. It said the address of the liquor store. I go there. I get there. Big sign saying liquor store. <laughs> yeah. Totally empty. Like, out of business. Oh, and no. I'm just like, wah, wah. So then I had to go gong. to, like, two more gong. <laughs> I had to go to stay tuned for that later. I had to go to, like, two more liquor stores before I found it. And then, after I got it, that night, I had a dream about my neighborhood liquor store <laughs> like I was in there and I saw these you know people that I just random people that I know in real life and they were helping like expand the liquor store or something like they made it much bigger and I'm just anyway I had way too much liquor store thoughts last week yeah, when it's infiltrated into your dreams that's a yes. problem <laughs> and it was a very frustrating dream that had to do- in it he was not but oh. but liquor was so. <laughs> Which it's all frustrating <laughs> <laughs> and there was no cake and no bono just whiskey someone on one of our twitter friends said you know the other day hey garden tarts why not drink whiskey and eat cake when you can do it all at once and she sent me some it's like a jameson bailey's chocolate cupcake Ooh, that sounds good i was like ooh, i will have that cake with my whiskey my uh my mom makes some bourbon cake around Mm -hmm. this time of year i don't really care for it but it's pretty it's pretty potent because like you make it and then over like the course of like two weeks or something you put it in the refrigerator and you just keep pouring bourbon (gasps) over so you doesn't like cook out of it it's just no it's in there it's drunk cake and it like absorbs (laughs) and it weighs a ton when you eat it it feels like you gained a ton it's yeah people love it i don't like it yeah. I want my cake and my whiskey separated. It sounds really wet. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> it's not. It To me, it's actually kind of dry. I have no idea how that's possible. It's really weird. I guess the liquid evaporate or the alcohol evaporate. I don't know. There's something going on there. Yeah, it's some sort of science that I don't really. I'd be interested in the chemistry of that, but yeah. not interested enough to look it up. No, no. But this is good, and I'm so glad that I finally got to do my big reveal. <laughs> That's whiskey, really cool. My big whiskey reveal. <laughs> it's like, no kidding, you guys. Like, shout out 
to whoever these screwball people are. I feel like they're somewhere in California. And they have a little tagline about something about misfits and screwballs and whatever. It's really cute. But this stuff is not good. And you have and it in a clear flask, which is very yeah, cute. I got the, the flask, which also kind of could be like a, a thing of pee. <laughs> you're, you're, you're very dehydrated if you're, if you're gonna pee pee in here your pee is that color you need to drink some more water I, I... <laughs> no but <laughs> brown pee it's not really brown it's it's a lighter kind of amber looking color okay yeah you're still dehydrated <laughs> Sometimes I moonlight as a pee expert. You never know what's going to happen. Okay, we have all the stuff to talk about. We want to plow through it. Yes. We were talking, oh my god, we just dove straight into Perth. There was something else happened there. Bono, like, introduced Angel of Harlem and said that it was the first time they ever played it live was in Perth. And someone looked that up and was like, no, it was like London. I don't know. But then I didn't look it up to follow it up. So there's a little trivia for y'all can figure out the answer to. There were a bunch of complaints towards the end of the Australian leg of the tour. They kept showing up in media and on Twitter. People were like, turn the screen on. We can't see the band. Blah, blah, blah. Like people were like livid. But that's the whole whole point. It's supposed to be like original Joshua Tree. Right. There's there was no screen there. No. So there's no Yeah. And like I don't want to watch a road go by on the screen. I want to see the band. I think it was a few small voices that got amplified. But, But how I mean they have they don't really even show the band on stage until way into the end of the No. They barely show them, as my memory serves, I don't know, not a whole lot in the Joshua Tree set. I mean, uh-uh. I know for Exit. I don't, for Exit, yes. And, I mean, yeah, they do in the Encore set like crazy. Well, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting in all these years now of touring that, in all these shows, that's the first time I'd ever heard that complaint, and I saw it from a good handful of people. Yeah. So, I thought I'd just mention it. I'm just reporting yeah. the news. Oh, here's a here's a little fun fact that I l- literally just discovered. What's that? Um, Bono snip. Daddy's gonna pay for your crash car. <gasps> he did. He just said that. Like he just said it. He didn't like go into song. But I was like, where the fuck did that come from? That's exciting because yeah. I when I hear that song, I identify it so much with Australia because of the Sydney show, concert. the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. The zoo tv video vhs release yes but that's really i thought that was really cool yeah like where what's been going on in your head yeah i i have i'm gonna address that a little bit later too what's going on in his head yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) hey we should send a big huge congrats to the band and ar ramen because they, they topped the iTunes chart in India with the Ahimsa. Congratulations. Yeah. And it went it's number a- five worldwide. It's always nice to be on the charts. I know. I guess. But that's just great that people were paying attention and listening yeah. and got 
did so well so instantly in India. That's but, but this is someone asked us on Twitter to talk about YouTube being relevant. I think they they just answered that for us right there. Yeah, I mean they at not least in that part of the world relevant, but they got themselves relevant with that song. Exactly. Okay. Job guys. So yay. Um. Hey, quickly, do you want to mention our new listeners? I would love. Should we say hi? We'll say hi to some of them. Okay. We in here in the United States of America, we get to say hi to West Virginia and Arkansas. We have hey, two new states. Hey, y'all. And I think we already said that Maryland has chimed in. Yes. Hillary, you asked for Maryland. You got it. And she even left us an iTunes review. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she is Thank our you, star listener. She is now my favorite listener. Oh, that so rocks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was my, you were on my wish list. Mm-hmm. We, some countries that we have added to our list are Luxembourg, Singapore, duh, Shocker. Saudi Arabia, Malaysia, and the country of Georgia. That's impressive. That is crazy to me. Yeah. Totally crazy to me. So thank you all for tuning in. And tell all your friends. Yeah, please please tell people about us. We love that. Hey, it makes us happy. It does make us happy. Well, um, we're having so much fun. I'm glad other people are having fun, too. Yes, absolutely. And we learned who the YouTube War license plate is at my grocery store. That's, like, the best thing ever. It was the best. I'm really excited. I, he said next time I'm there, come stop in and say hi. So if or, you live in Virginia and you are YouTube boy or YouTube one, please let me know because yes. I have been following your car around, both of your cars around for so many years, and I don't know who you are. And you're like in a little tip of Virginia. You're not I even know. like... The YouTube one person I know either works or lives somewhere in Williamsburg. Okay. I know that. And then the YouTube boy person was in the parking lot of my favorite restaurant one time. And they were closed for a private party. And they locked the back door so I couldn't get in (laughs) and find out who it was. (laughs) Private parties don't stop me. Uh Uh-uh. You're always invited. Yeah. Apparently they they had some yeah. idea that maybe I would try to get in the back door. Yeah. But they, I don't yeah. know who it was. So if you are them or know them, please get them in touch with me, please. If there's another YouTube license plate in town, but I know who it is. It's U232SOE. U232Songs of Innocent. Um, SOE, Songs of Experience. Yeah. That's our good friend, Mary Cipriani. Yeah. So I saw her, she lives on a different side of town, and one day I saw her license plate by my gym, and I freaked out. I'm like, who the crap is this person? And I left a note, and I said, is this Mary? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, that was me. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Because I've forgotten. We have business cards. We do. And so that's how you got in touch with you two war. Yeah. So hopefully uh, you'll see those license plates again and you can put a business card on their windshield yeah i I would totally do that except though and this is cool our business cards were in high demand on saturday at the apple store in norfolk like people were asking me for them 
Yeah. I gave one person a business card, and then all these other people came over, and they're like, you have a podcast? You have a YouTube podcast? And I'm like, here you go. And then I don't have any more left in my purse. And now you're so- like, give me a red phone. <laughs> it was, and thank you for saying this. It was, it was World- on World AIDS Day, and the yeah. entire Apple Store was red. Yeah, you posted a fun picture on yeah. Instagram of everyone wearing red. So Bono posted really cool. a video for World AIDS Day about shopping red on Amazon, and it was really, really adorable. Y'all can go find it on their Instagram or their Twitter. It's on there. But I already have my question for Bono over whiskey and cake. But I feel like we could also maybe have like a philosophical conversation about this. And that is what what was happening with his hair? This is the question I think the world wants to know. You would be doing a a service to society. I'm just curious because this was not his normal. It looked like it was before a show maybe. It was very much a green room. Red room, red drum. <laughs> I don't know. It was his hair was not done yet. Yet it was not messy. It was strange. It was kind of like slipped on the wet. side, but that didn't look bad. It was just that the middle wasn't really quite centered and it's kind of dry and poofy on top. Weird. It was weird. Let's not dig too much into that. No. We're not going to actually have a philosophical question. No, no. I have a question for Bono, but I would like to discuss it more towards the end of our podcast. That works for me. But remind me, because I don't want to forget. Before we, like, talk about any more shows, do you want to talk about your record store day success? I do. That would be, that would be great. Um, So I went to record store day and got a record got my 12 inch of U23 which was originally released in 1979 40 years ago 40 years ago I think and correct me if I'm wrong but I think this was U2's fourth participation in record store day I know it's my fourth U2 record store day purchase the first one was the blackout lights of home Europa and now U23 I think there's another one is there? Hang on a moment. It'll be right behind me. Oh, gosh. I forgot that one. That was in April. That's the Hold Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me record. That was this past April. So they've participated in five record store days. And you got me Lights of Home. Yes. We found the blackout in Nashville. We did. I I got the blackout on the original record store day, but they only had one. Or they didn't. They had more, but they only would let me buy one. But we got, like, in Nashville, we found, like, that limited edition. Right. The color has, Yeah. It oh, has, the well, milk, it's black the and it's the white. Looks like spilled milk. Yeah. It's really cool. And the so, yeah. So, that five. So, I've done five record surveys. So, there were 17,000 U23 12 inches pressed. And my limited edition number is 5,617. Nice. There are three tracks, Out of Control, Stories for Boys, and Boy Girl. So my record store probably had like 15 copies of it, which was totally crazy. crazy. And they, the number gets one if they're lucky. And, and I, I've been to D.C. on record store day. Most of my, all of my record store days on Black Friday have been in D.C. And 
everywhere I go, there is one album. There's one copy of it. Yeah. But this store, for some reason, it's in Virginia Beach. They got so there was like a whole stack of them. But it was really kind of painless on Black Friday. I like drove over. I got my car like 730 a.m. and drove over to Virginia Beach, got there about 810, walked in, got my record, paid and was back home and in bed by like nine o'clock. It's amazing. A.M. It was such a piece of cake. My record store has always opened. This is the third time I've participated on actual record store day. And they've always opened normal hours, 10 a.m. And I'm like, oh, I'll get there. Like, And there's there's not usually very many people waiting. And so far, there has not been another YouTube person waiting. Mm-hmm. But so this time I went, I got there like 9.30, 9.40. And they had been open since 9 a.m. Wow. And I was like, before I even look, and he's like, someone bought it. Oh. Like, oh. He's like, call, because we have other stores in the area, and if they have one, you can get it. But you're going to try and get one. I got it. Oh, you got it. I got it. I went I back over. When, the day I went to the Apple store, I multitasked, so I went to the Apple store, and then I went and got our records, and then I got, I went to the grilled cheese store. <laughs> Is it and a then, store or a restaurant? I call it's the grilled cheese bistro, but I call it the, the grilled cheese store. <laughs> and I call my mom and I'm like, "Hey, I'm at the grilled cheese store. Do you want anything?" I and love it. Like, Is that its real name? I'm like, I call everything the store. Yeah. <laughs> did you get the toasted special? I, I did get the toasted. <laughs> it was really good. It was the best toasted special you could ever imagine let's go back to talk about the next show which is was singapore yeah the first time ever you two played in singapore yeah it was november 30th 2019 and apparently it was hot as like balls it sounds like like hotter than hot than hot and the humidity was insane someone posted a picture of their hand at the from the show and it looked like they'd been swimming. Ew, gross. Yeah. Like, and that's they, not um, just their sweat. That's everybody else's sweat. That, it wasn't, no, no, no. Like, like um, wrinkled. Like their fingers. No, I know. Like, but you're you're covered in oh. everyone else's sweat, too. I know. It'd be crazy. So I have an interesting um, observation about that. Okay. So Bono snipped in um, Run by Snow Patrol into Bad at the first mm-hmm. Singapore show. And... He had only snipped run once before, and that was uh, in Boston for 360, where I believe Snow Patrol opened. Maybe, yeah. This is my thoughts into the inner workings of maybe Bono's <laughs> head. That... Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is for reals. Okay. So, okay. At least how Bono's head looks from inside of my head okay Um, fair so and i also believe that show started a little late i feel like i remember reading that and so i'm thinking that maybe bono was watching an old episode of Grey's anatomy and when he had to go on and so he had snow patrol yeah in his head and he had this conversation the conversation went like this edge was like it's time to go on bono bono's like 10 more minutes, Edge. I just want to know <laughs> if Meredith and McDreamy get together. And then Edge says, they do. And then Derek dies. Come on. Oh! <laughs> and Bonner's like, damn you, the Edge. <laughs> now I bet you're going to tell me 
that Demi dies too. And Ed says he does, but he ends up on The Walking Dead, so you'll be fine. Coral, <laughs> get back in the house, Coral. The end. Oh, it's a good story. Oh, it's like story time. You can go to sleep now. <laughs> that's that's how it went. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. That's that's how my brain works. I hear Snow Patrol and I think well Go firstly right I think I've seen Snow Patrol and yeah. they are and then I think, man, they sure had a lot of songs on Crazy Anatomy. They did. And also Negan will never be Denny. Oh no, 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 never. It took me so long to accept that actor is Negan because ugh. Damn Negan. Okay. But Singapore. so, anyway, I just feel like Edge was super mean because he was trying to get Bono to get up from the TV. I know. You just want to get the end of the episode. Yeah. So, we were talking about how he sniffed in Daddy's Gonna Pay for Your Crash Car, the show before, and I was like, what the fuck's going through his brain that brought that in, in that moment? That's, like, so obscure. But then, this night, in this person to Singapore, he did Van Morrison's Gloria, at the end of Exit, the GLORIA, which he has not done. I mean, he does it other times and especially like when they play Gloria from the, you know, from October. But he hasn't done it at the end of Exit since 87. Oh, my God. That's crazy. With all these times they've been playing it with the North American and European shows and now Down Under and in Asia. Like what brought that back? And he did Crazy. not do it the next night. I don't even know, like, the, the snippets that he does all the time, or he used to do all the time, like, stuff at the end of, like, the Shine Like Stars, or um, stuff at the end of One. Like, you would or, think like, it just becomes, like, muscle memory. Like, it just becomes... Like, Lovell tears apart at the end of With or Without You. Like, that's so iconic. Right. Like, how does he do it for so long and then it just goes away. And then it just comes back. Because for us, it's just part It's part of the live version of the song. And then when yeah. it's not there, it's like missing. But this is, I'm just looking at, at U2.com and all these Joshua Tree shows in 87. I mean, maybe I'm not checking that it's every single one, but there are 90 plus shows where he did glory at the end of Exit. That's and now it crazy. hasn't shown up until the other night. Maybe he yeah. was watching uh, Ryle and Hong. Maybe. In between Crazed Anatomy. Episodes. <laughs> That's all very likely in my head. <laughs> you know, else they didn't do that first night in Singapore is they didn't do Love is Bigger than anything in its way. Huh. Which is, I think they have some real time constraints in some of these Asian venues. I think that they all have very early curfews. I heard something about, and I mean, I, this is just stuff I read online, so I don't know for sure, but I guess... Like, the Tokyo trains stop at midnight, so they had to make sure they were done in time for the trains and stuff, like the public transport. So they've been starting the shows earlier, and maybe they had to cut it short. But... Well, that's nice that they're, I guess, that considerate with that, because I've been to plenty of shows that ended after public transportation stopped for the night. DC. Yeah. You know what else was interesting in Singapore was that he thanked, oh, he says for those people... This must have been during bad for those who protect those rights, like human rights, civil rights, like Amnesty International. And he hasn't mentioned them on stage in a long time. No. But he's got some stuff on the brain that's different. He's, he's being so um unpredictable. 
He is. And also, so seeing videos of him, like meet, you know, meeting fans has been really kind of cool. He's been very kind of personable. Yeah. Not to say that he's not usually, but this is just kind of like on a different level. Like he just seems super happy. Well, it's my guess, you know, these are fans. I mean, of course, there's always people who travel around the world to see them, but a lot of these are people that he's never seen before and may never see again. Right. But this night, he was very chatty and emotional this night and very into it. And the audience was amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's <laughs> really cool. Crazy. And he, at one point, he was like, oh, my God, like, we did not expect this. <laughs> oh, no, he said... We had no idea it was going to be like this. That's the quote. Do you think that Bonna would mind if I asked Edge a question over with he and Kate? So I think we would have to ask Bono to ask Edge the question. You think that Edge or Bono could just like text him? Yeah. To get an answer right away? Yeah. And you know he'll get an answer right away from Edge. I know. So my question for Edge over whiskey and cake with Bono... (laughs) I'm going to keep going back to these sweet little new piano notes and running to standstill that just, they just make my heart sing. <laughs> like, Aww. I love them so much, and I want to know how long he's been holding on to those. You can definitely ask Bono that question to ask Edge. Yeah, I don't want Bono's answer, though. I want I want to hear it from Edge. But wouldn't it be disappointing if, or, or ironic, if Edge's answer was, <laughs> yeah, Bono, Bono wrote that. it? what would you i would ask larry i would ask bono to ask larry over whiskey and cake which i assume we would get no answer from but my question would be is when did you get so funny he's like all of a sudden so funny so here's the thing is that i think he's always been funny but something's happened where he stopped being so shy right that he's he's being hilarious. So funny. At one of these shows, was it? Yeah, Larry, he's just being he's being so so cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of being likable. Yep. Interesting. Very. I just feel like there's something very dynamic about this leg of the tour. Yes. As much as they're tied to the script and the timing of the show with the video and the song order and this and this and that. There's just something very loose about it. Yeah. Like within the songs and within between the songs, it, it it's it's um refreshing. It is very refreshing. And it just looks like they're having so much fun and awesome. So I can ask I can I am gonna go to my question for Bono now. Okay. My question is, do you ever get like quality free time on tour? And if so, what do you do to relax? I maybe answered this question with, you know, the Grey's Anatomy and yeah. watching Rattle and Hum. I'm just kidding. But, I mean, like, is it possible to relax on tour? Like, I really want to know that aspect. I mean, I know from being a fan on tour, there's 0% chance of ever relaxing. But, well, I mean, then- they're not carrying their own luggage or hailing cabs or anything so they've got it a little they've got a probably a little more free time than we have queuing or whatever right but i still really want to know that because i don't know i feel like it's a good question going on for so long it's got you've got to figure out something else right 
So I have two comments. One is like you'll see on Instagram that like Edge and Adam are like going to art and like art museums and Larry went to a gym and worked out with someone like really I didn't see the Larry thing it's on Instagram somewhere and there's one picture of Bono I guess he's at Googie's art installation that's in Tokyo conveniently planned in Tokyo this week go figure way to get that done bud also I did notice also that Gavin Friday is in town as well yes he don't he does he would be He's a member of the touring entourage, though. But I don't think he had any pictures in Australia. I think he was posting. I don't know. I, I could. I have to look. Yeah, I'm probably wrong. Um, but there is something when Dallas and just Guitar Tech was at the YouTube conference. He was talking about. I forget what the question was or the exact context, but he said something like, you know, oh, it was about how they used to to find and write songs during sound checks. Mm-hmm. And he said that doesn't really happen anymore because they show up and they have like 18 minutes before they have to be somewhere else. Right. So there's a lot of bouncing around there. And it's probably not they. It's probably Bono. Bono. Yeah. That has to be somewhere else. Yeah. Saving the world and being a rock band all at the same time. As you do. As you do. So what else was going on? We had another show in Singapore. That was pretty much very similar. Very similar. That was the one on World AIDS Day. Yes. So, oh, he did the old traditional ending to Running to Stand Still with Hallelujah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's very cool. So he hasn't done that Hallelujah ending of Running to Stand Still. It's only been a handful of times on these anniversary shows but and not at all in america huh and i kind of didn't tune in there's one two three other times he did it one and two in latin america and one in europe so that has not been a regular thing and since like vertigo in 06 that's interesting so that what they just played this song a few hundred times (laughs) (laughs) and now he's gonna throw it back in for one night Do you think he goes online and says, you know, like, huh, what what haven't I snipped in a while? I wonder if he's feeling nostalgic. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Well, I mean, I like it that that he makes us feel like that. I know. You know what else? I've been meaning to mention this because I noticed it all on this leg, like starting in, I don't know if I noticed it in Australia and if it started in New Zealand or when it started, but instead of Poison Rain in streets, he's been singing Irish Rain. He changed Poison to Irish. Huh. Which is interesting. Maybe he he misses home. Maybe he does miss home. I miss his home, so. I miss his home. (laughs) (laughs) It's only fair. Yeah. Um, so... Tokyo. Should we discuss? Yeah. Yeah. Tokyo. Okay. So you two have played Tokyo 15 times, but the last time was on December 4th, 2006, which that's today's date. (gasps) No. Yeah. And there was a show today. It was for Vertigo. And I actually, to tell you the truth, had no idea that Vertigo went into 2006. I'm sure I knew it at the time. My memory just doesn't. I and I usually remember pointless stuff like that all the time. But that, but it had left America, and we weren't listening live online. Still, I, I mean, but I you know, remember that stuff. I yeah. remember that stuff for some reason. Like, I mean, I did. 
I would always remember that stuff, and I was so surprised to read that they played. Uh... But now that I think about it, I also feel like they played Hawaii. And I know that was way after they finished playing U.S. shows. So yeah. maybe I just forgot. I must have forgot. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I can't keep all that stuff in my brain. I, I again, I wish I had room for you know, <laughs> science and physics and helpful things. But I remember tours. So two really interesting things happened in Tokyo. One of them was more of a shakeup than the other. Yes. And the first is that there was an earthquake. There was an earthquake. A 4.7, I think, right at the beginning of the show. And oh, so that's kind of cool. I read that it was, the timing was about the same time Larry would have started the show with Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah. That's probably not true, but I like it sounding that way. I did. I read that also, but I have no idea. No. And everyone's like, oh, what a cool coincidence. And someone was like, we have earthquakes every three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our island nation on tectonic plates. (laughs) So I read another interesting thing about that. um, Right. In the, what do they call it? The ring of fire. Yeah. I read um, another thing that Brad Pitt was there. Yes, I read that too. Thanks for visiting, Brad Pitt. And so was Anton Corbin. I saw that too. I met him one time. He is one very tall man. Did I meet him? I've been in his presence. We had a photography exhibit of his at the Rock Hall, and he was there for the installation. Pretty sure I shook his hand. He was, uh, when I met him, he was coming out of a hotel in Los Angeles. And I could not believe how tall he was. I was so used to seeing very short people for many yeah. days on end that he was kind of alarming. He was so tall. So very short short people for many days on end. Many for like two weeks on end. It was just short people as far we as you could out see. With the Irish. So yeah. in Tokyo, there, the little band banter was talking about Anton. And Bono made some joke about how he tries not to be around people as tall as Anton <laughs> that often. <laughs> but he asked Larry what he thought of Anton. And Larry's answer was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very Larry. And there's a big long pause. And he, then he said, but worth it. <laughs> Watching the bottom line, man. Right, God, what he's so funny. Yeah. So the other, like, one other little thing about this show was it. So he's been Bono's been snipping "I Love Rock and Roll" by Joan Jett, and but every night he's like mentioning her more and more. And at this one, he like really called her and the Black Arts out, and we're like, really? I, I forget exactly what he said, but he had a sentence or two. So I don't know. Well, Again, I think she I announced today that she's like going on tour with. Motley Crue and Poison or something. Really? Amanda, I think Amanda posted it. And my brother said, also known as Will Frank's Dream Tour or something like that. (laughs) He can have it. Yeah. I'll go see Joan. I've seen Joan like three times. I've never seen her. Which is not, I mean, I go see her again. Yeah. For sure. You can't get too much Joan. We're going to have to talk about the other little shakeup of this show. Oh, yeah, we are. So last, well, it was last night for us. Was it morning of for Tokyo? They 
made a f- announcement on the band made an announcement on Facebook that they were going live during the show for a special announcement. Yes, and we're we all were live. actually chatting with each other. Yeah, uh, binging television. Yes, and all of a sudden I saw this come up, and I'm like, breaking news! <laughs> and then, like, I felt like, oh my god, I'm not going to sleep tonight. What's this going to be? And then I had to drive home, and I had to pause my. And I was like, I need to know. It was crazy. And the yeah. more I thought about it, I'm like, what could they do huge during a show? Nothing. Like, it's not going to be like the a- answer. Yeah, right? So it went live on Facebook and YouTube. And it was during the opening part of the encore, the elevation. And the absolute most exciting part of it was that the, like, gold Joshua tree on the screen was, like, sparkling. Did you see it? I did see that. It was so pretty. It was gorgeous. And I want them to add that in. But it turns out they have a new radio station coming. Gong. Gong. (laughs) We were like expecting an album, you know, another tour announcement. (laughs) We were expecting something huge to happen because why else would you publicize going live going live from tokyo i mean that just sounds like something massive yeah so and i did ask a friend as you know like yes do you have any inside scoop on this and he's like i know nothing but it will probably be minor and or disappointing it was disappointing (laughs) i mean look let me just say i am excited about this channel they say that it will feature appearances from the band youtube music never heard before interviews favorites and surprises from the archive and band curated playlists which sounds great to me i have i have xm serious radio it came with my car for like a year so i'm i don't have it but i wonder it's on pandora too pandora too but i think pandora is free anymore well so my my thoughts about this firstly i was just like damn how lackluster could you be i really (laughs) expected amazingness where they really snuck it into the show like if you blinked you would have missed it right but also just fine there is no pandora or sirius xm in japan no there is so Sirius, if I remember correctly, is in the United States and like Puerto Rico, Canada, Canada, maybe part of the Caribbean. Pandora is in North America and like Australia and New Zealand or something. So this big, huge international announcement in a country that can't even get it. My European friends are not happy with their with the with the band's excitement. The, the, internationally uh, for sure and the other thing with that is they didn't give us a start date they just said 2020 it could be a year a away yeah it's true i mean they, well, they got a lot of shit to put together they got to make playlists and find I know, right? i can it do might that. be a lot of work for them i just got i already have all that in my phone just come on i know right? that was my thing is like i have my own YouTube radio. YouTube radio on my phone at any given time. Also, I like to listen to stuff on, at, you know that I want to listen to when I want to listen to it. I'm not yeah. a fan of the DJ because it's just somebody telling me what to do. Unless also, Bono's I, the DJ for the day. Well, still. 
Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't want him telling me what to no, do. No, he's going to play like October forward and the album forward and backwards. <laughs> and no line no, on the horizon and passengers and on a loop. Just and to then, piss me off. And then between each song, they're going to play Feds. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I would just like anyway. to also um, wait. The best word for this announcement was misfire. Thank misfire. you, Amanda. Um, but I would just like to definitely mention that if you have Sirius XM or Pandora, go for it when that station comes out. Enjoy. But this does not mean that you can stop listening to podcasts. Right. That should be your first priority. Always first priority. Because I mean, you get you're not gonna get this content from YouTube X. No. No. Ever. Unless they invite us on. That's true. And then you can listen to that. Yeah. We'll let you know. Yeah. So, some, so in yeah. my this is my last thought about the radio station. So <laughs> all I could think of, like like who told them to do this? Who told them this announcement was a good idea? But then I'm like Thinking like David Rose, hashtag Schitt's Creek. You do you, you two. You do you. you they do must you. have had. So I, I learned some information today. Okay. Thanks to our Twitter friend, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. He, he looked um, or he shared on Twitter just as, he, just as we were getting ready to record here that the most, the best times to distribute information on Twitter and social media is Wednesdays between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. Why? Because that's when people are most active. Oh. So they did three Twitter and Instagram posts today. They were each a different image from the show, but the con- the caption was just kind of like, U2X Radio. There was nothing witty or different or excitement or anything about it. And he figured out that they were timed so they would hit different time zones in america in north america as people were going to work or whatever right so maybe because this was a show on a wednesday and it's the morning in america right where this product is being sold i mean it got me up early yeah i'm like trying to fight a kid out the door and i'm like don't knock my laptop out of my hand You're I'm right like, here. Don't forget your lunch. Shadow's talking. <laughs> fucking radio station. <laughs> so I got up and I had time to go get coffee yesterday morning. I never, I'm never able to do that. Yeah. So maybe they should make more announcements. Like <laughs> that time of day. It'll get me out of bed and to work on time. Yeah, right. And caffeinated. <laughs> There's another show tomorrow morning. The sound on Mixler from Tokyo was re- is really, really amazing. First of all, in Singapore, it was echoey as all get out. Like, really? so echoey. Like, the stadium was really, really echoey. But the audience in Tokyo is very quiet, which huh. apparently is very traditional Polite. in the Japanese culture, as someone has told me. So it made for a wonderful clean listening this morning it's really nice it didn't sound like a bootleg so also i think it, it should not go uh without mentioning that bonner screwed up <gasps> on live facebook <laughs> live facebook i, I haven't heard up. anyone never mention heard that before. no i haven't heard anyone mention it no but i mean it 
I was just like, uh, <gasps> you heard it right away. I heard it right away. I'm like, but so I thought, and I, I didn't hear it very well enough, so I was hardly awake. But I, uh, I thought it sounded like the band didn't come in. But then when I went back and listened to it later, it clearly was Bono. Yeah, it's that part of Elevation where there's like a little pause and Larry counts back in with his drumsticks. Bono was like, a mole. And then Edge is like, a mole. <laughs> yeah, so it did sound <laughs> Because then Edge is actually doing it at the right time. <laughs> it did sound like, like a mole, a mole. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I heard the first time. I'm like, did Bonner just repeat himself? Did he like, they didn't come in right, so then he repeated himself. But then yeah. when I saw it later, I was like, I'm pretty okay, sure. that's Edge. <laughs> the rest of the band just came in when they were supposed yeah. to. But, I mean, I've seen that song many, many, many times, and I've never seen him screw that up before. I but also, I've never I've never seen him on live TV either, ever. 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 I wanted to attribute it to, like, a little stage fright, because he was live across the world. But I bet you his monitor was just off. <laughs> it probably was. It probably wasn't his fault. But also, my thought also was, like, he's like, man, did we screw this up? <laughs> Do you think he's like, did anyone, do you think anyone noticed? Yeah. Or like, everyone's like, don't play it back. Don't show him. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that as soon as that went down, I was just like, oh Oh, God. I was shoving a kid out the door at that point. And I realized nothing else new was going to happen and I could watch it again later. Right. (laughs) God. I was like, enough of that. Well, I told you what happened. Yeah. I I had to tell you like in real time. You sure did. <laughs> oh, that was so much to cover. So much. And so we we collectively have mm-hmm. another show in Tokyo tomorrow, today, whatever. Yeah. And then Manila and then Mumbai and then we're out. No, we've got Seoul in there first. Oh, God, I forgot about Seoul. Yeah. I was like, why is there another one on our calendar? That's on Sunday. So Man, there I are forgot about Seoul. Four more shows. Whew. Then we'll the... all be ready for a holiday break. I don't know why they haven't come up with the clever pun. The goal is Seoul. Seoul. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like waiting. That's just it's just waiting to happen. Yeah. I am sure that someone has that's a hashtag floating around somewhere. We will do that. We will have someone... that in order our our twitter friend joe called the today hashtag what the x (laughs) (laughs) she's like my hashtag was more clever than their announcement seriously (laughs) i feel like everything that has happened has been more clever than their announcement and then then, I, i feel bad to say it i'm excited about it but this just was not the way to make this announcement. Like, why in the world would this be? I mean, I, I think they would have gotten a much better response if they just casually posted it on Instagram or on right. Facebook. and Twitter. Right. So, I mean, I have been shouting from the rooftops that I'm so proud of them for their crazy strong social game nowadays. Like the videos that when U23 came out and all the stories. Instagram stories that happened during the shows and I mean they are just doing so awesome they obviously have some young geniuses or just young 
in the know people doing their social media. And it's been so great because there was a time when every business and band in the world had a website and theirs was like U2598.AOL.co. It won't load. And it was down all the time. They didn't even have a U2.com. Their website was not U2.com. It, it was something else. I know it was awful. They have come so far. I'm so proud of them. And like I said, there was some kind of misfire here. But Mike, they are running a business. Yes. And a brand. And I feel like maybe this was either like, let's try it and see what happens. Or like, this was the best option. I mean, it's not like it's their first Just a misfire. Little weird. Just I mean, little... remember that time they, rele- they released that album? <laughs> Someone said this announcement is better than an album on my phone. Right. (laughs) That was that was quite the misfire. That was more. That was like a. That was more than those. That was like fireworks gone wrong. And I had like texts from people saying like, "Do you want to explain to me why YouTube's album is on my phone?" And I'm like, "Yes, I hacked into your iPhone and put YouTube's album on it because yeah. I want you to hear it." And it's that's like I was very accusing. I had a lot of people asking me, like, "I'm like, I didn't do it. They didn't, some... do, they didn't do it either." It no, was there's ab- sometime like in the last year. So it's 2019 right now. So sometime in the last calendar year, I was at a family dinner and my sister-in-law came up to me and she was like, I know you can help me with this. She's like, my, my son, who my, who was my nephew and he was maybe four at the time. She's like, he, she was very shy about it because she knew what she was getting into, but she's like, he downloaded this album to my phone and I can't figure out how to get rid of it. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, kids. Let me take care of that for right. you. I let her but, blame her son. <laughs> but why is it our job so, as YouTube fans to take care of that? <laughs> I know. Well, see, for her iPhone, she actually has like a some other, she's like a Google phone or something. So her yeah. she doesn't know the iPhone. That's like her work phone. Gotcha, gotcha. And that she just, she knew I could help her with the technology. Yeah. But she was shy because she knew she was asking me to remove right. YouTube music. She's like, it just keeps playing the same songs. But the last time I saw them... She was like, ask your nephew what his favorite song is. And he said, New Year's Day by U2. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. I was like, where did you hear that? And he was like, she was like, in my car. Oh, like, okay. so props cute. For that. I mean, that was a misfire, but that wasn't their fault. That was all Tim Apple. Well, they went along with it. They I, thought it was a pretty goddamn good idea. I think they I didn't did, mind it. But, but the, I mean, from... What I understood and what I think Bono flat out said was that they didn't give that album to Apple for free. They got paid for it and Apple put it on. And like, I think that it would have gone over really well if they just let people go in and download it instead of sticking it on everyone's. A free download. Yeah. It would have been awesome. It would have been. I mean, I was excited about it. Also, that it was a good album. And I remember it, like, taking forever to show up on my phone. I was really mad. I remember that, too. I was like, why does everyone have it but me? But then there was also a place where, like, you could buy it. And I'm like, why would you buy it if it's... Yeah. Free, but then I realized that I had, like, the bonus stuff, like, Crystal Ballroom and stuff. Oh, the deluxe edition, yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think I... I think I actually got the, I bought the actual CD. That was the first time I heard it. And then um, I got it from Apple Music. Yeah, I feel like, I forget what, I 
feel like that was, I don't know what time of year that came out, but it was like October. Okay. So I bet you, I think for my birthday, my family, like kids got me the CD Yeah, for my birthday with the extra stuff. Well, I, I got it at Best Buy and I remember my thought process with that was, man, I wish there was a way I could play it in my car before I get home so I can rip it off the CD and put it on my phone. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I have a CD player in my car that had never been used. No, never, ever, ever been used because I had an auxiliary jack and I just right. made my iPhone. I had, I had never used it. That is hilarious. I wish there was a way I could play it. I could play a CD on my way home. I mean, now I have no way to do that, but... <laughs> I still have a CD player, so the few CDs... Well, it's nice, because now if you get, like... Sometimes when you get concert tickets now, you get a free CD with it. Yeah. So, like, I have a Lumineers CD and a Madonna CD. You are going to Madonna this weekend. I am going to Madonna this weekend in Philadelphia. And everyone say a little prayer to the Madonna God because she had to cancel her Boston shows because she apparently had a fever and she's got all these, like, knee pain, all kinds of, like, aches and pains. Oh, no. And she posted something yesterday about my fever's broken and I'm getting in fighting shape for the Philly show or something like that. So I'm just, I'm keeping positive thoughts out there. Yeah. Because these are little theater shows. It sounds so exciting. I'm going with Garden Tart Amanda. Have you ever had a show get canceled before that you had tickets for? You mean like when a certain singer needed to get back surgery? Well, I mean, yes. Obviously, <laughs> we're, we're all in on that one, but any yeah. other? Not not, not that I can think of on top of my head. I had tickets to see In Excess, and then... Yes, you did. They canceled, but then I feel like there was somebody else. I had a Bruce Springsteen but... show that was rescheduled, but thank goodness it was rescheduled for, like, three days later. Oh, gosh, good. Because it was a hurricane that we never got. Oh, yeah, I remember that. They, like, closed all the airports and all this crap, and we never got the hurricane. Like, nothing. That's crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, I, can you imagine traveling to that show and then missing it? Like, yeah, and you find out, like, after you get there that... Right. And that happened That happened to a ton of people with that St. Louis show for... Oh, the U2 show, yeah. Wasn't it... Jo- it, it was Joshua Tree. They had riots or something, and they had to cancel the show. Was it Joshua Tree? It could have been I and E. I, I think it was I. It I wasn't E and I, because we were in St. Louis for that. Right. Um. But, yes, they there are riots in the city... I think it was because of a judgment on a shooting. It was it was a police officer that shot a kid, an unarmed kid, and he got acquitted. And so yeah. they were expecting. Um, and they did not have proper security for the concert. No, because they were. And I feel like that weekend Ed Sheeran was there too, and he also had to cancel. I believe you're correct. Yeah. Yeah, but then what kind of you know sat pretty poorly with me was like there was like a picture that night like before we I think not that night but that day before we even knew the shows were canceled yeah there was a picture of like Bono with George Clooney in LA or something like he yeah, wouldn't sit around something. and I just thought that wasn't like, I love Bono cool. but 
That wasn't cool. I mean, we it was before we knew that that wasn't going to go down. But yeah, that was, I mean, that was when social media bites you in the ass. Right, exactly. Like, like he was probably, he probably kept that under wraps a little bit and then just got out to the world. Yeah, but like, oh, I guess there's no U2 show tonight <laughs> because how's Bono getting a, a St. Louis from L.A. in right. like an hour? <sighs> I feel like we have um, done a really good job here. Me too, and I, I was so unprepared, and I feel like it all panned out. Well, there was just so many little things. Yeah. But it was fun to kind of just chit-chat in an out, very out-of-order way. Just like stream of consciousness. Yeah. I think we I covered know. everything. Let me see if I have any more. So I didn't make any noise from fiddling with anything, but I did doodle a lot. <laughs> good doodling. Quiet doodling. Thank you. That was a good one. You haven't made any fidgeting noises in many episodes. Well, I started to the last one. I noticed that my the top of my Apple pencil, I was yeah. like flicking it but then oh, i put it too mine has a little magnet yeah that's what i was doing i just kept doing that and i'm like stop okay but this is but i think last episode i also doodled not like this this is some crazy doodling <laughs> it's smart thank you so i would like to make just one last plea to people that if they're shopping for the holidays they should shop red on amazon definitely and yeah. um go buy me a vespa if you're looking for something to get me. You're right. A Vespa or I don't know. Anything. Yeah, there's some buy, really practical things on there. Yeah, like buy f- condoms for your friends or something. Yeah. Buy a red film case. There you go. Or also they have a uh, like a really cool red 50-inch TV. That oh, was yeah. Like pretty cheap. It was like $400 or something. It's not bad for a big TV. No, it's really good and it's all red. I'm like, man, if I only had money <laughs> and if something was wrong with my TV. <laughs> I only had a reason to buy that. But they have some good stocking stuffers like chapstick and pens and um, an inexpensive like beaded bracelet. There's a... Um, Band-Aids. They're Band-Aids, which I, I want to go to CVS and see if I can find them. I can't find them here. I've looked two places here, three places here. I can't find them, but I did buy them. I actually just bought some on Amazon today, but they weren't in the red store. Weird. I have they to look were, at that. They were separate. Yeah. So I'm going to, I looked it up online and it said that they had them in stock at a CVS not too far away from one of my offices. Nice. So I might look at that tomorrow. The other thing is that they have a, a redesigned Echo, Red Echo. Oh, yeah. Which I got so one last year. Most recently added to Hillary's library. <laughs> You activated her. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, really, seriously, buy your friends red stuff and take pictures and show us. Yeah, and you tag red, they'll like it. Yeah, and I have very plenty- good and quick on social. We're not finished with our pictures. I have plenty more red pictures to yes post in the upcoming days. Shop red. Listen to podcasts. Do good stuff. This was a good up. This was a good app. I think we went a little bit longer than we thought, but I think there's so much to cover. But I think you can cut out a lot. Yeah, don't worry, people. You, you, I cut out all the things you don't need to hear. Ooh, hold on. I got a text this morning. I have to tell what our loyal listeners. We had 
we were having road work done in front of my office. Yeah. And the girl that got to my office before I did this morning yeah. texted me and said, parking lot is blocked. Come in by kebab entrance. <laughs> oh, Mr. Kebab. <laughs> so we have three ways into our parking lot. Yeah. And all were blocked except for the Mr. Kebab one. So yeah, I I told her when I got that text, I'm like, oh yeah, we're me- I'm mentioning Mr. Kebab tonight. <laughs> she was like, kebab entrance. <laughs> Hashtag kebab. Kebab, Mr. Kebab. I need to get some food from him this week for sure. <laughs> we'll find you something vegetarian. Right. Awesome. Okay. Well, good night, everyone, yeah. and uh, we will we will talk to you soon. Good night. Good night. Also, we love hearing from people and chatting with people. And of course, we love talking you too. So you can drop us a line on Instagram or Twitter at the underscore garden tarts. Or you can even email us at wearethegardentarts at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you soon. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you would share it with your other YouTube loving friends as well as leave a review for us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. We would really, really love that. May your music be loud and your whiskey be strong. Until next time, cheers.